It takes money. So you just gently caress a teen's head. Basically. <laughs> well, as long as you admit that you failed. No, I won't. Never. <laughs> well, then I don't think I can forgive you. <laughs> you want people to think you're fat and surprise them. Yes. Okay. And now you think my boyfriend's into you? Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Seaboat. Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. It's summer, warm weather has uh, finally arrived, which it means... Hasn't? Well, at least, briefly at least. Yeah, I know. You're like, the warm weather's arrived. When, like, hmm. Would you say your friend has arrived if they knock on the door and they're like, hey, Ben, and then they leave again? Yeah, technically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a stopover, an arrival. I'm going to call it an arrival. Okay. I mean, it's December. That means summer, at least in Australia. Summer's arrived in my mind. It hasn't for me. Regardless, it seems like there's enough people out there who are on my side and are wearing summer clothing. I agree. It was hot today. I'm wearing summer clothing. I, I just don't think summer is here. <sighs> do I dare get into the semantics? Of yes, what, okay, you do. What, what would require I feel like summer? it's not hot for enough days in a row because we've had hot days. So how many days in a row does it have to be hot? And two weeks. Two weeks straight for yeah. summer? Not like burning hot, but like in the 20s and above. I feel like we're close to that. No, no, we got hailed on on December first. That's why one week ago we got hailed on. So I'm like, I'm not saying that summer's arrived. It was a, it was a summer hailstorm. Yeah, that's right. Dancing with my baby in the summer hail. Like tomorrow, it's going to be a top of seventeen. Yeah, that's close to twenty. No, that's not close enough. It's not going to be twenty until the weekend again. I don't trust it. <laughs> All right, shit. Well, according to some, summer is here. Uh, yeah. Because the uh, summer outfits are on display. Yeah. And uh, that means the tank tops in particular, stomachs are on uh, out in full force. Not mine. Not mine either, but, you know. <laughs> People with better stomachs are doing it. Yeah. Does this bother you when either the top is like low enough or the pants are high enough that it obscures the belly button? So you can see like 90% of the stomach. No, because I dress like that. Because that's the best part of the stomach. What do you mean? It's the most presentable. The belly button. No, above. Like the bit that's here. I'm yeah. talking about like I'm kind of doing a gesture, I guess. Like we're talking midriff. Yeah, midriff. But no belly button. That's the I can show that off. That area is fine. <laughs> that's why. But you think once we lower enough fabric to reveal that's, the belly yeah, button. Yeah, that's right. Like, like if I was uh, walking past you in the street. Well, I feel like it's a showcase, right? And yeah. you're bidding for the showcase and you can see like a car and a fridge and then we lower like the curtain Yeah. and it's rotten meat and you've just spent $200,000 on it. Do I also get the car and the fridge? Yes. Because like, that part is car and fridge. Yeah. You just also... <laughs> I see the car in the fridge. I'm like, well, there's got to be plenty more good stuff. Yeah, that's right. It's the showcase. They're like, this is the preview of the showcase. Would you like to be a yeah, And you're like, absolutely. There's going to be like a boat or Yeah, like that's right. Or a house or like... Yeah, in a yeah. city apartment under that. Gold jewellery. Yep. And then I, they were pull back the curtain and I was like, ah, shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a car and a, what did I say? The fridge. Fridge. <laughs> I feel Stacked like... Stacked on rotten meat. I feel like that isn't what's happening. I feel like it's just the fashion. No, it is the fashion. But yeah. people like me are giving it a double thumbs up because the midriff area, it's hard to gain weight there. I don't have weight there. And the rest of me has lots of weight on it. Sure. <laughs> I'm telling you for sure. That's 
why I embrace it. But I'm seeing like a lot of like flat stomachs, like people. Because that part is really easy to make flat. No, but it's there's enough there that I can say they're in good physical shape. Okay. So it's well, like thank I don't, you. I don't, maybe they're just. I feel taking like, pity on the rest of us. I feel like you reveal the belly button, and there would be that yacht underneath. All right, the belly button's pretty good. Yeah, that area is. Yeah, see, I don't have the yacht. So I'm thankful to the people that also are covering up hey, their yacht. Michael, like I said, you and me both. Yeah. We've all got, <laughs> got the rotten meat. Who, for a man who is also rotten meat, you are mighty keen on showing off your rotten meat. No, it's not. It's not about like uh, me showing it off. Or what, like, are you worried? They're like a fucking clone or that's something? That's what it feels like. <laughs> it really seems because for whatever reason, right? Yeah. You see like that you're stomach insane. area. That's the reason. Probably that as well. But you see the stomach and you're like, that's where the belly button should be. No, it's not. It's too high. But there's like some kind of optical illusion or something going on that throws me every time. Oh I'm like, God. this person clearly has no belly button. <laughs> and I, I guarantee you if they like, you know, rolled down their pants like half a centimeter, I'd see it. I'd be like, oh, that of makes course. sense. Yeah, that's just, exactly where it should be. Right. It's just high-waisted jeans were throwing me. But no, that's people can't change fashion because you're an idiot. <laughs> I Is that the first time you've thought of that idea? You're like, oh my God, they can't. I didn't want to just give a gut reaction. I had to let that one a sink gut reaction? in. No pun intended. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I'm not expecting people to change their yeah. clothes. But if I was a fashion... Would you like a window? I'm just saying if I was like... <laughs> Ralph Lauren or mm-hmm. some shit. I'm like, I'm designing stuff. Yeah. If the first woman down the catwalk, I can't see her belly button, I'd be like, I'm going to need to see that belly button. <laughs> well, he probably sees all of them. Probably. <laughs> so he knows they're there. You feel like if if there was like, if they flashed me their belly button, essentially. Well, what if there was a little like viewing hole? That would be sexy. <laughs> I'd get down... For the viewing hole. You'd be down for a belly button viewing hole? Yeah. Really? Well, so if you wore high-waisted jeans, a crop top, and in the high-waisted jeans was a belly button viewing hole. I think this is next summer's trend. <laughs> in, in your mind, how does the viewing hole look? Because in my mind, it's got kind of that fake plasticky, like... Like a window almost. Yeah, it's a window. It's no, got something over it. I'm thinking, yeah. You're nude. Yeah, I guess there's two ways you could go about this. Yeah. Is one, it's just like a One's hole. One's basically the arseless chaps kind of way. I'm yeah, thinking, where it's a hole. I'm thinking some kind of like teardrop shape. That oh, just, really? You know, make it a little sexier. Oh, so it'd be kind of small. Yeah. That would just be belly button. I was going square. Definitely in my mind, it was very windowy. No, that's too, <laughs> that's too like Sesame Street. Not Sesame Street. What's your play? That's why I was trying to work out why it would be sexy because it was literally just in my mind a square window covered in like clear drapes and no there's no drapes but <laughs> yeah I guess people could have that in like little window boxes and well, well that's the other option is you know you have the whole whatever I can't see I it suddenly, must be great yeah suddenly that's the sexiest part like is that true I think there's some truth to it like really? you go to these Middle Eastern countries it's mm-hmm. like oh you can't see like the ankles or shoulders or whatever it's like all you now I want to see is your ankles and shoulders <laughs> No, I think that's, again, you, Maybe okay? Not. I feel like I could find some other guys to back me up. <laughs> but So if the trend was like, next season was like summer gloves, would you be like, show me dem hands? No, nah, because I've had all, all winter to see the hands. All right, what if it was a, a summer to winter trend? So I started in winter, like it's cold, it's colder than usual, global yeah. warming. Right. So get your gloves on. And then they were like, here's a trend, summer gloves. 
And they were like elbow high. And so it's like suddenly I haven't seen a girl's um, hands for like, like 12 months. Yeah, at least. I think there would be Maybe it was like two seasons. It went on two years. Fetish websites. Let's bring up going like, <laughs> check out this sexy hand model. Would you be like... Pornhub would just be all hand all the time. <laughs> Do you think that you would crave a hand? Yeah, I'd crave a hand. <laughs> okay, but boobs are exposed. Yeah, then it's like that would suddenly be blasé. <laughs> So for two years, all shirts have a cutout yeah, where out. boobs are out, but hands are in gloves. Right, like, and you would go get over boobs and be into hands. The sexiest thing, in the, the sexiest thing in the world would be that Janet Jackson <laughs> album cover where the hands are covering like her that. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Normally we're like, what's behind those hands? Be like now would be like, fuck you. Yeah, what are those, those boobs holding up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show me those palms, baby. I don't believe you. So here's my here's the second option. Okay. We have one could be the teardrop belly button window. It's very nineties. I'm thinking Britney, like kind of Well the nineties is back in fashion. This is true. The other option is because of that effect where Whatever so, you can't be sexy. Yeah. Then. What if there is some kind of like a little curtain? But I'm thinking like made what do you mean? made in my out mind, of mind you can like it's like um you can like pull a cord and there's a reveal. No, I'm thinking no. more of like like a cat flap of sorts. Ooh, yours but, is creepier. I'm imagining, yeah, like a stage show and you pull a little curtain and it goes like... Tr- no, because now we're building like, I don't know, some kind of <laughs> scaffolding into the into the clothing. That's I don't know how you wash that, you know, like even dry cleaners are going to have a tough time. <laughs> I mean, I'm the big picture woman. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, no, this, this, the idea is there's a little circle with some kind of flowy material over it blocking the window. So maybe if like a gust of wind blows past or they're like, you know, oh, running. right. Okay. So it's like the rah-rah skirt of belly buttons. Sure. And then, I don't even know if rah-rah is the term, but like, what do you call it? Can You know, the can-can. Yeah. Yep. The whole point is like you might see panties. Yeah. There's like a little flash of something. Yeah. There would just be that reassurance like, oh, phew, she does have a belly button Oh, I bet her. it's not the sexy like, oh, I wonder, like it's windy out. How many belly buttons can we catch? Yeah, I'm not saying like I need to see your belly button because it's like my ultimate turn on. <laughs> well, it might, you're saying it will be. Well, if we're in this dystopian society where we go without seeing a belly button for years How on end. How long has it been? Since I saw a belly button. Yeah. I saw belly buttons today. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, what are you complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings, episode 199, a very... Fashionable. ...episode. <laughs> I have another fashion fact for you that I learned this week that blew my mind. Hit me. Back in the, I want to say, 1800s. My favorite time period. Essentially. (laughs) Whatever. I was talking to my friend, period. I think it's the 1800s, but someone will probably correct me. But essentially, if you left your house without your hat on, people would be like, wow, something must have really gone down at his house. Like if you were walking down the street and you didn't have your hat on, someone would be like, Ben, is everything okay? Like you must have left in a real hurry to not have your hat on. Yeah, I think we've talked about this like certainly turn of the century. Yeah. If you didn't have a hat, it's like, what are you even doing? But it's not even that. It's like something must have gone horribly wrong in your house that morning that you've rushed out without your hat. Like it's like going on with like if I saw you walking down the street without your pants on. (laughs) <laughs> it is seemingly because yeah I was reading like this article or something and they were basically like oh we realized something was wrong when he was walking down the street without a hat yeah well certainly the dollop which is like an American comedic history podcast they regularly have like lengthy discussions about the importance <laughs> of hats on, in uh, American history in particular yeah and it seems like there could be a big 
riot in the streets and the most important thing is that you leave with your hat, hat in on. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And nope. then yeah. the hats evolved so it was like women would wear like essentially dead animals on, on their, their heads. Hats and yeah. stuff. It was like there was just a lot of weird hat stuff going on for a while there. But it's weird that that is essentially now extinct. Like that blows my mind. Like if you came to work with a hat on, I'd be like, what happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think... Like, could you not do your hair today? What's happening? I think inside it was like polite to take, to take it off. off. Yeah. But you but just have to... Every time the UV is going to glance your skull, it's going to be... You need a hat to block that. It's <laughs> a good rule to live by. You should put that on a uh, coaster yep. for people. No, that's, the, that's just what blew my mind this week. So you're saying you should, we should bring back hats? I don't know if I'm saying that. I'm just saying I can't believe the rise and fall of hats. Like if you're <laughs> well, at- we certainly see photos, I'm going to say like 1950s era. Right. It's like they're usually black and white photos, so it's kind of hard. It could be like, you know, there's a good like 70-year period that this photo could be uh, from. Yeah, but exactly. I'm thinking like Don Draper kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Where Like 40s, 50s maybe? Yeah, you go outside and there'll be like a just a shot of a train station. And oh, every and it's like single, a sea of like black hats. Uh, yeah, and it does look kind of cool. There's like a uniform essentially. Oh, uh, yeah. Which we've lost, I guess, to some degree. But also I'm just like... If you're involved in the hat industry, you've really dropped the hat. What, you feel like they haven't kept up the... uh... Well, you were so essential before. What happened? People rebel. They must. But, like, no one's rebelled against pants. Or are they next? Well, (laughs) I feel like pants... But that's what I'm trying to say. You're like, oh, but they have an essential function. Yeah. But seemingly people were like, hats had an essential function. Like, you wouldn't leave your house without one on. Like if someone had left their house without one on, it must be like, oh my God, his house is burnt down or something. No, it's, it's just that the manners have changed. People have just got more honest, essentially. Like, So well, how did the first guy do it? I'm imagining like some sort of Jerry Seinfeld situation. Ask me what happened to my hat. When, Go on. I'll be the first guy that ever didn't wear his hat out <laughs> from choice. I, uh, I see you've... Uh... You're not shocked enough, by the way. <laughs> Mon dieu. Your <laughs> head, it's so hatless. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have time for a hat. Let me uh, cover you up. No, no, no. Uh, I don't have time for hats anymore. Uh, you've obviously become delusional. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you've, my sir, you've gone mad. But it's like the same thing with any counterculture movement. It's not that much the same. Well, you know, the first guy to like, you know, spike their hair or something. <laughs> no, people they were like, what no, the fuck it was is like, this shit? Of course they Did were. Something gets stuck in. Just use that gum. Maybe that's how it happened. Pieces of gum stuck in your hair. Maybe he spiked his hair and then he's like, you know what? I kind of like this. <laughs> I don't believe you. Hey, I mean, I haven't researched this, but now that I've said it out loud, it's the only <laughs> it's thing that makes sense. Truth. Yeah. Okay. In photos again from like airports at yeah. like the advent of the airplane, mm-hmm. everyone's wearing suits and like ties and formal clothing and stuff. Yeah. And... It looks great in photos. You're like, wow, what a pleasant society. Oh, it'd be a pain to live in. Exactly. Like, like oh. I'd like everyone else to dress like that. Why? They wouldn't, because it looks cool. Oh, yeah, but that's the only benefit. Is yeah, that no, uh, yeah, that's the exact reason. I would like other people to dress like that because it looks cool. I certainly do not want to dress like that because I'm lazy. Well, yeah, in practice, it's like, especially if you're going on a long haul flight, you don't want to be wearing a suit and tie. For, no, I don't. Want I don't want to be wearing most... a suit and tie for a half an hour. Right. So let alone 15 hours. So it's like, first of all, function is a key part here. Mm-hmm. We've just like gone 
you know what, like we could be polite and wear this like formal gear everywhere we go. But also I have to sit in this for 15 hours. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Well, it is not that old. Like I remember it made the front page of the newspaper, like the statewide newspaper when our premier didn't wear like a tie to a meeting. Yeah, but we hold dignitaries to a different standard. But still, like, like that's within our lifetime. Someone's been on the front page of a paper for not wearing a tie. Well, even Obama was famously chastised for wearing a tan suit. <laughs> that was like, you know, a big controversy at the time, which really shows you Donald Trump's like peeing on hookers and whatnot. Yeah. And then Obama was like, oh my God, he wore a tan, tan suit. suit. Yeah. <laughs> so things have changed in our <laughs> lifetime is I guess what yeah, we're getting at. I think so. Yeah. So, you know, maybe once someone... Uh, once we have a Trump, we care less about the little things. But yeah, it's like, ah, ties could really uh, have the least of my worries yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. So what, that's what you're thinking happened with hats? Like something happened that was so outrageous. They were like, well, hats are not my biggest concern. Well, it's like, it's all of these things. Like, first of all, you go to the airport, you don't want to wear a suit and tie for like 16 hours on a flight. Then people are rebelling against their parents because it's like, hey... That's, this is what they've told me to do all, all right, my life. You're the like, hat guy, yeah, mom. Fuck you, I'm trying something else and yeah. I'll just not wear a hat. It didn't start with like, I'm going to wear assless chaps and dye my hair. <laughs> you got to like... I like to think it did and it went backwards <laughs> And then they, they dialed it back. That, yeah. that person ended up in jail and then we're well, like... Well, no, that person was like, you know what? <laughs> I went to, I've gone too <laughs> yeah, far I've gone too this. far, yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, this is me and appeared and he was like, you know what? The ward's not ready for yeah, me. Yeah, they're not ready for me and I, I'm going to try and meet them in the middle and just take my hat off. Yeah. yeah. Why don't I start with hats off before I go to Arsenal's Chaps and Spiked Green well, maybe, Hair? Maybe that's how you do it once. Because like, first of all, you want your children to like surpass you in every way. But when do that you? I don't. What do you mean? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I want my children to be inferior. All right, well, and I will lord my achievements over them. Most uh, well-meaning <laughs> members of society, are like they've got a goal. It's like, hey, maybe you can uh, achieve what I did. What no. I where I fail. I want to be a titan in my children's lives, who shows them how inadequate All they right, are. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> failing that, just say they can't achieve greatness. You just want them to stay out of jail. Like your expectations. Uh, the other way, I'd once, say. Once they fail. If they can't do greatness, become notorious. <laughs> Parent over the year. Yeah, thank you. 2030 over here. <laughs> yeah, if you can't be, you know, Obama, be Ned Kelly. <laughs> no, that, that is one way to look at it. Mm. I will find a reason to be proud of my child no matter what. <laughs> Hit me with some scenarios. <laughs> well, what if they invent the next A-bomb? Smart. It's really smart. But it leads to the downfall of uh, humanity. We're basically living in a ravaged wasteland. <laughs> Did I survive? Because they knew about it? You survived, but you're in, well, they love the you're in agony every moment of your waking life. <laughs> mm. um, Still proud of that, kid? And they're inventive, to <laughs> say enough. the least. So there's, yeah, there's those reasons. But also, mm-hmm. when we had the Leave it to Beaver-style outward facing appearances mm-hmm. everyone's got to be the perfect nuclear family yeah. yeah and that means a suit and tie at all times and of course the hat yes you know behind the scenes they're like alcoholic oh, and abusing absolutely. their wives and yeah. all this kind of stuff so now we're just more honest about it it's like we might not be perfect but that also means we don't have to keep up appearances yeah, of wearing this goddamn right. hat all the time <laughs> Moving on, we both went to a music festival mm-hmm. during the week, Festival X. Yeah, my pump and arm is tired. 
just from doing too much fist pumps. So many, like <laughs> 12 hours of fist pumping, basically. That'll take it out of you. I was like eight hours as a work day of fist pumping, but, which I usually do anyway, but. But now you had a reason yeah, to show right. it off. Yeah. Oh no, usually I'm super pumped for work. <laughs> Is it, do you have to alternate arms? Cause I would imagine. Like no, I've got one giant fist pumping yeah. arm and the other one's shriveled. That's what I'm thinking. Like there's a movie Lady in the Water where yeah. the guy just works out one arm. Really? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. It's <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I don't know if there's really that much. I'm uh, glad you raised of it. Of a reason plot wise. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, I'm just saying like you could essentially become that guy by just fist pumping all day because uh, that's a bit of a workout, I would assume. <laughs> yeah. So Festival X was kind of like a, a bit of an electronic and hip hop festival, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calvin Harris headlining and that kind of thing. I went home and raved about Armin Van Buren. Yeah, he was, he was good too. He was my fave. When I arrived, this mm-hmm. is before Vicky got there, I was going through security. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is super weird. The woman doing like the check, like you usually have to have like a, what do you call it? Like an x ray. Not an x ray, but like a uh, metal, metal detection. detector. Yeah, yeah. Like they do the beeping over you. Right. Yeah, they didn't have that, but they were like trying to get us to empty our pockets and yeah, all that. Yeah, they kind had to empty pockets and open your bag and. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, I got through the first several layers of the mm-hmm. check, no problem. But the final stage, I hit a roadblock of sorts. Oh, jeez. To back up a little bit, Vicky had asked me to bring a spare jumper for her. Mm-hmm. So you were double jumpering, which is always suspicious. Yeah, I think it looked a bit weird because I had one around my waist and I was wearing one as well. Yeah. And it was pouring rain Oh, this like day. I said, hailing. And it was like an outdoor festival, but... So I'd left Even the house at like 9am to go to some other events that day in like a summer, like festival gear, basically. And yeah, by the time it rolled around to me going there, I was like, well, I can't go home, but I can't spend eight hours outside in the hail without a jumper. I feel like that's on you though. Like I mentioned days before the show that yeah, it was due to be it. raining. It was nice and it was sunny the morning of. You have the same weather app that I do. <sighs> yeah, but I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. You believe summer's arrived, so... <laughs> So it seems like I'm more optimistic than you and yeah, I still came prepared. <laughs> anyway, I was wondering if that was like drawing suspicions because she was like really going like, hey, show me what's in your pants. Mm-hmm. And so I like emptied both of my pockets. I had like, you know, my phone and my wallet in my hands. And there's like nothing left in my pockets. She's like, no, 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 you have pants. And so I'm like, I took off the jumper that I had wrapped yeah. around my waist. I was like, I just brought this for a friend who uh, isn't here yet. Mm-hmm. Thinking like, that's what she was alluding to. And she was like getting really shitty at me. She mm-hmm. starts asking like, are you listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth? You're I was like, like yeah. Yeah. Like, but I don't know what you want. Like, what do you mean? What's in my pants? So she's like, like me. Yeah. She's like, I'm in my pants. The front of your pants. And so I'm like, I'm oh, like, my, there's literally like, basically she just like rolls her eyes and gives me a bit of a half. She's she like, go, she's like, do this. And she essentially just grabs like, her Like does crotch. the Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do that? You should have. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like the Eminem. I didn't, I didn't have a hat, so I couldn't, you know, uh, what's the point of doing a Michael Jackson? Really? I, well, you could have done the Eminem. What's the Eminem? He kind of does a bit of crotch grabbing. Okay. Anyway, I grabbed my crotch in front of her and seemingly that <laughs> satiated, yeah. That's so weird. But I was like, I don't know. I was a little flattered. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, I, I guess, guess uh, I guess, thank you. It's a big bulge. Yeah, but really, there's nothing That's down so there, weird. lady. No, I just looked. <laughs> and? <laughs> Yeah, that's uncomfortable. But yeah, it was a weird start to the day for yeah. sure. 
but I love that she knew, like she was acting like you clearly knew what she was asking for. Well, she, yeah, she clearly thought I had <sighs> like, like obviously your dick, a crotch full of I don't know pills or <laughs> yeah. something, and that somehow I was just trying to play dumb. Yeah, but what happened after you grabbed your crotch? I guess she just let me go. But I guess I but don't you know. Just grabbed your drugs. Well, that's the thing. I don't like, see the I, difference. I don't know what that proves. Like no. unless unless I'm like patting down my. Uh, like maybe there was like just a bulge in my pants that like now it's oh, like gone. smoothed out. Yeah. Or she's like, no one would grab drugs so gently. That's clearly right. his balls. <laughs> <laughs> he was very gentle with those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no, I don't know. It was that's weird. It was flattering, but <laughs> unnecessarily so. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that kind of flattering. Yeah, and so uh, we uh, we get into the festival mm-hmm. and. One of the highlights for me was DJ Steve Aoki. Yeah, you love Steve. Yeah. And his big gimmick is, as part of his show, he throws cakes into the crowd. Mm -hmm. And he's just about to do this. He's like maybe halfway through a set. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, I brought some cakes with me in the crowd. Oh, yeah. This is a weird moment. Obviously, uh, everyone kind of knows what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and my friend here, Adrian Grenier, (laughs) is uh, backstage. (laughs) And he's going to throw some cakes as well. Yeah. And me and Vicky just like look at each other like, like, what? 2007 again? Yeah. Like Adrian Grenier. Are you talking about the guy from Entourage? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, without further ado. Out came the guy from Entourage. Vinny Chase struts up front and center and starts hurling cakes at the audience. It was so weird. It was just like completely unexpected because... Like, I get, like, maybe if we're in LA, you can bring, like, your local friends or something. Uh, yeah, right. Like, well, it's like, uh, of, you know, what's it? Adrian's around. Yeah. It's like you've flown him to Australia when he hasn't been in a TV show for, like, 12 years. Yeah, I haven't seen him, like, since the Entourage movie. And that no. was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, exactly. At this point. And, uh, like, usually if there's a big celebrity like that, he would be, like, doing the rounds for local interviews and that kind of thing. Yeah, right. He'd be doing stuff for something, usually. Yeah. It's like a. What's it called? Like a publicity tour yeah, for something he's right. doing recently. Like, it doesn't seem like he's doing anything. No. Like, was he just holidaying in Melbourne? And I guess. Steve was why, like, or did like, Steve fly him around? I don't know. But this is, this is why, like, being a celebrity must be so great. Oh, like, uh, yeah. He's like 10 years past his prime. And he still gets to just go to music festivals the world over, <laughs> just hurling cakes <laughs> at people. I do feel like the crowd was confused, though. Still, they were loving it. They were loving it. But when they were like my friend Adrian Grenadier, Grenadier, I feel like it went... Grenadier? Sorry. Grenadine? (laughs) Just love those oranges. The crowd went like, woo. (laughs) Yeah, there was a cheer. It certainly wasn't. No, it was a a cheer with a question mark. That's what I'm trying to show you. It was like, woo. (laughs) Yeah, there's probably a lot of whispering. It's like, oh, it really is Adrian Grenier. (laughs) Well, I told my boyfriend when I got home what had happened because again it was so weird and did he and know he who he was? was like who yeah and he's like four years young three and a half years younger than us because that's the thing he's not like a big enough it's not like no four years younger than me so yeah he was like who yeah he's, it's not like saying Brad Pitt's backstage he's gonna come hell okay uh, yeah that's like, right or even like someone big from four years ago like from like 10 years ago like oh he's like joy for tone <laughs> I feel like Adrian Grenier and Joey Fatone are on the same level. No, Joey Fatone's ahead. Why? Because Joey Fatone's career was bigger when it was happening. Entourage went for like eight years. Yeah, but it, was, yeah, it wasn't Joey that Joey Fatone big. was what, NSYNC, right? No, the other one. Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. No, I think you're wrong about that. No, I'm pretty sure. I feel like you're about to lose this bet. All right, how much do you bet? 
What do you want to bet? 50 bucks. 50 bucks? That's how confident yeah, you are? Yeah, I'm confident. Oh, all right. Now i got to rethink this. <laughs> Jelly for tone. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? <laughs> I'm losing confidence now. I'm gonna, can we put 20 on it? All right. All right. Because uh, I'm like, I feel bad taking 50 from you. <laughs> now I've lost confidence. Well, you, you made me question myself. I'm no, pretty sure it's okay. NSYNC. All right. We're doing it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Joey Anthony Fatone Damn Jr. <laughs> is an American singer, dancing actor, and television personality. He's best known as a member of the boy band NSYNC. Damn it. <laughs> in which he sang baritone. Hey. He came in second place in 2007 on the ABC reality show Dancing with the Stars. See? Probably as popular as Adrian <laughs> Grenier. Regardless, you didn't even know what band he was in. This is true. So, well, who? Like Catherine Zeta-Jones. What about her? Well, she would be someone who was popular 10 years ago that hasn't really done... I feel like I'm just insulting celebrities now. <laughs> Vicky's celebrity roast. Yeah, exactly. Like, who's someone that was huge 10 years ago that's been quiet since? Well, it's always hard to think of because it's like... You have that reaction of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If someone else said them, they're like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Like, do you remember JoJo? Yes. She just had a new album out. Oh, really? Or at least a single. Like, I think there's, you know, an album in the works if it's yeah. not... And uh, that was one of those people that I was like, oh, yeah, 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 JoJo. Like, it's someone like her, but she was never, like, that big. They were just talking about someone, like, an Australian artist at the Arias. And I was like, I had this, like, oh, yeah. Like, she was the one that, like, had... Help me out here. You'll know this, because this is another of, like, we test Ben's pop culture knowledge. Yeah. So she won, like, something crazy, like, seven Arias. I want to say within the last five years for, like, a huge song. In the last five years? Or maybe ten. Uh, can I say Gabriella Chill Me? That, no. I That is also like, a, oh, yeah. But, like... <laughs> but she had one song. It's not, like... At least Entourage went like for, like, eight years Stephanie or something. There was, like, a chick from Neighbours, Stephanie, like, Mac or something like nah. that. I don't know, then. Um, what did Gabriella Chill Me sing? Sweet about me. Oh, yeah. That Nothing did clean up. sweet about me. That was like one of the most memorable arias for me. Which she cleaned up? Yeah. Well, like for anyone who doesn't know, arias are basically the Australian Grammys. Yeah. yeah. And So much shittier. <laughs> it was really good because that was her first year on the scene. Mm-hmm. And as it turned out, essentially the last the year last. on the scene well, as well. We don't know that. Well, as of 2019. I don't foresee a Gabriella Chill Me comeback, but you never I know. I hope she's listening and she's like, fuck you, Ben. I'm going to put out coasting. a hit album to prove you wrong. I was coasting, but now I'm like, no, fuck you. Well, if those sweet about me royalties have finally stopped rolling out, maybe she'll uh, she'll put some new material out to uh, jump on, you know, get a career resurgence. But mm. no, I love that Aria year. Like, it's rare that I actually sit through the whole Aria anyway. I never anyway, them. yeah. But for whatever reason, that year I did. And she won, like, probably, like, you know, Best New Artist or whatever yeah, the equivalent is. Yeah, and, like, is. Big Best Song or yeah. whatever. And I think she won, like, seven arias that year, which is essentially unheard of. Uh, yeah, like I, that just, is the person I'm thinking of then. Oh, nailed it. Yeah, well done. So she won, like, every single category that she was nominated for, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And she started out with, like, a speech of, like, here's everyone that I want to thank. Yeah. But you go up the second time, you're like, well, I already thanked everyone. I thanked everyone. everyone. And so she, luckily there's like one or two people that she's like, oh, I forgot to thank them. And so she gets like a second crack at it. Mm-hmm. Third time up at the podium. Yeah, right. She's got nothing. Yeah, of course not. And she has to go up four more times after that. <laughs> <laughs> and so she wasn't like, 
she didn't seem to have the gift of gab in the first place. Right. It was just major thank you. Yeah. yeah. And obviously you don't plan seven speeches out. Just like what are the chances? Chances you that know? you need those. Yeah. Right. So like I just love it because it's like usually you expect these, you know, award speeches to be like the highlight of someone's life. Yeah. And obviously the first time it is, the seventh time you're just like, Ugh. I feel like it's more like it would produce social anxiety than be that exciting. That as well, yeah. Now she's just like I don't know, thanks for the caterers who gave me the, yeah, the chicken the tonight. To walk back on stage yeah. with their food. Yeah. yeah. She's just like kind of fucking around and uh like, we don't see that enough. Like, it's only... <laughs> well, Flume won a lot, seemingly. Yeah, he's like one of the uh, biggest Australian exports, I guess. Like, musical like exports he's won like in the six. last few years. I've, in one year. I feel like we don't give Sia enough arias. Well, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. She's got to be our biggest artist. Yeah, I guess she's so big that like she's transcended the Australian That's how label. I feel. She's transcended the arias. And, and so it's like, well, that... In itself, tells you what the Arias is like. No, but it's just if like... If you get too big, <laughs> you're too good for the Arias. But do you even think of her as Australian? Like, yeah. I, I don't know how much time she even spends in the country. Like, we made her. I, I'm not trying to take her... You know that her. trauma, Ben, that she propels her art? We traumatised her. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's uh, generic trauma. That is quintessentially trauma. Australian trauma. Sure, sure. I would know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can relate. We're the reason she can't show her face anywhere that's anymore. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she relates to being Australian. Well, she's certainly still got the Aussie accent, at least mm-hmm. last time that I heard her. And I'm not trying to take CO away from Australia. Like, mm-hmm. we cling on to even New Zealand celebrities know, right? as our own. It's like... Sam Neill, all right, you're ours now. <laughs> Russell Crowe, feel like get Russell over here. Crow we can give back. Well, this is the thing. Like, uh, if we can claim Sam Neill, we're claiming Sia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But she, I just don't know how much time she spends in Australia. Like, is her her records aren't put out by Australian record labels? I don't know yeah, if maybe it's that's, not exactly supporting the Australian music. Yeah, scene. I don't know if that's why she gets glossed over just because she's an Australian she citizen. She really has won one. Just one though. Mm-hmm. Mm, no Gabriella Chilmy. Yeah, I, right. And that to me says everything you need to know about the Aries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Changing tracks a little mm-hmm. bit. I thought it's been a while since we doled out some of our patented advice. Mm-hmm. So uh, I jumped on Reddit and uh, specifically the relationships subreddit. Okay. And I found some some people in need. Right. And I thought that we could help them. Now, I went through and found these a while ago. So I don't know if we can help specifically with these these problems. Because seemingly they have fixed their problems. Yeah, well, I've had these on the back burner for a while and we just haven't had time to get around to them. (laughs) So, uh, for instance, one of them is very Game of Thrones centric. Right. Which has now now been off the air for at least like six months. I don't know what the problem is. It might still be there. Maybe it's that they miss Game of Thrones. (laughs) Well, I feel like it applies to any... Uh, HBO series in mm. general and uh, you know even if we can't help these people specifically maybe you're re-watching Game of Thrones that's right like you know there's going to be someone listening that can relate to these people's yeah. problems so let's dive right in me 34 with my boyfriend 41 uh, sorry 34 female with my boyfriend 41 male mm-hmm. of two years got mad at me because I took my cat 16 <laughs> male okay to a park for the cat's birthday what what because it was cheating? <laughs> Am I really a crazy cat lady? No. Well, let's hear the full story. Okay, all right. Sorry, I've, I didn't realise it was more. No, that's just the uh, the headline. 
I've had my cat since he was six months old. Mm-hmm. For his 16th, I loaded him into the car. <laughs> He's Quinceanera. Yeah, which he doesn't mind at all, and took him to the park by the lake. He spent a couple of hours watching ducks and warming his old bones in the sun. My boyfriend was I'm indignant. definitely on the woman's side. She describes it delightfully as well. What a poignant <laughs> and whimsical description of her cat enjoying itself. My boyfriend was indignant. Mm-hmm. How the cat doesn't even know it's his birthday. What a waste of time. Who does that? Etc. Etc. No, he doesn't know it's his birthday. But we don't knows- know that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm back off her side. You feel like the cat's got some kind we don't wanna, of... I don't want to assume what the cat knows. No. But he knows he's doing something he enjoys. He knows he feels better than he had been. He knows those things. Now it's three months later and my boyfriend is still on about the cat birthday outings. Well, he sounds like the worst. I don't get it. He helped care for him when he was injured and probably did more than I did because I work 10-hour shifts. So I guess staying home to care for an injured cat isn't crazy cat person, but taking the cat to a park is... I mean, there's a whole park devoted to dogs where the dogs can see their dog friends. So what's weird about taking a cat out for an afternoon? He's really starting to make me feel shit about it. Feel like shit about it. So uh, how do you feel? You're on the cat lady side. Oh, definitely. Your boyfriend really doesn't know how to drop a topic either. I know, right? Months later. Yeah, he's like, still like... Remember that time you <clears throat> took the cat to the park? Like, yes, of course I remember. You bring it up every night. <laughs> how can I forget? She's got a point. Why is there dog parks, not cat parks? I guess because cats, cats don't... don't want to hang out with other cats. I don't know if they want to do anything but like lays around. Yeah, exactly. So does the boyfriend have a point then? Because it's like, well, the cat doesn't know or care. I feel like they have more fun in a park than... Well, I feel like cats are like, this is something new and fun. Like they're aware of that much, like she said. I don't know. Like any experience that I've had of taking a cat anywhere. It was like, I hate this. Yeah, it just seems like it's traumatized by the ride and the change of scenery. Like the way she describes it is like watching ducks and warming his old bones. That does I sound know. like... She him. sounds like a delight. But, <laughs> she's so whimsical. But do you think maybe she's not telling the full story? Like did she no, come home with... traumatized or something. Well, yeah, like did she have claw marks all up and down her <laughs> arms just with the, getting the cat there and back? I don't like to assume that the cat doesn't know it's the cat's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> do you give the have you do you give the pets Christmas presents? When we were growing up, there would maybe be like one cat present in our stocking. <laughs> oh right, that I don't do that. So it would so, be like, oh my god, my boyfriend. Yeah, he his present one year from his family was for the cat. What was it? Like a fancy collar or something? Yeah, that's that's a bummer. <laughs> it's like we give you the privilege of putting the collar on the cat. Yeah, and he was like, thanks. Yeah, no, like if we got something like that, it would be in addition to a bunch of other presents. It's not like my one present is the cat <laughs> the cat's collar. collar. Well, I got a present for his cat when we were dating for Christmas. Is that branding me with a family is a bit weird? Well, did you get him something as well? No. Yes, then that's... Why didn't you get <laughs> yeah, himself? Of course I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got him a present and then a present for his parents and the cat, but not his brother. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many people. You you don't have to go to... Uh, like, even the parents, I say, is generous. Yeah? Yeah. Like, it just... The cat shows you have put some thought about his personal circumstances mm-hmm. into it. I know you have a cat. Is that what that says? Yeah, but it's better than not getting a cat <laughs> present. So who comes first in your world then, right? Yeah. So you've got a girlfriend. I know that's hard to imagine. I'll cast oh my, my mind God. back, the, I love back to when Vinny Chase was uh, yes. the king of the walk. <laughs> and you had a girlfriend. What yeah. a time. 
I can't, like, you must just be waiting for when my boyfriend inevitably breaks up with me because of the amount that I've lauded it over you. You must just not be able to wait. Wait till you see my next girlfriend, Miranda Kerr. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'll be like, hmm, who's got the better boyfriend? I feel like my boyfriend's pretty hot. Oh, you think he's going to leave me for your girlfriend? <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking... Now you kind of are, though, because he's pretty hot. Yeah, like, I played the waiting game and look, it paid off because I got Miranda Kerr. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. I thought, yeah, but now you're kind of concerned about her meeting my boyfriend because you know my boyfriend's hot. I feel like, he, like no matter how <laughs> attractive your partner is, if he's not an A-list celebrity, All right. he's not going to compete with Miranda. <laughs> Yeah, nah. (laughs) (laughs) So what was your point? I can't remember. All right, next. No, no, I'll cast your mind back to when you had a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you're buying her a present, you're at the store, and you want to impress, like you want to show that you care. Who comes first, parent, sibling, or cat? And in what order? Because I want to see if I've done what was right. I think you did go right. Parent, Parent, cat, sibling. Really? Yeah. Unless he, like, I'm assuming he loves them all equally. (laughs) <laughs> like well, I mean, I could call him and ask, but I imagine so. Well, like well, if no, he's I got like, like a falling out with his parents. No, no, no. Like, I feel it's like, why did you buy, buy my, my parents, parents a gift yeah, and not my brother that I see every day? from them and my brother raised me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, that's the rules, uh, lovely oh, Yeah, we all know the hierarchy, yeah, parent-cat I mean, brother. You actually uh, found my parents both in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know where they were and gave them both parents. That, uh, parents, yes. Uh, gave us new parents. <laughs> yes. No, I gave them parents to show them where they went wrong so sure. they could be better parents. That was the present. So the present was, anyway, I gave um, my boyfriend's estranged parents new parents to teach them to be better parents. But then that. That would be an amazing <laughs> That their new parents rebelled and took off their hats, dyed their hair red, started wearing chaps, and it was like, oh, this has backfired <laughs> on you completely. Uh, no, I uh, got his parents to be better parents, and that was the miracle of Christmas. Is that the sequel to the parent trap that we just wrote? <laughs> yes. Uh, no. So you say, obviously, like, it makes him sound like an a-hole, but I'd say, like, his attachment to the cat is probably the least. Like, he loves the cat a lot, but it's not like... Yeah, I don't think it's like... You know, if the house is burning, he wouldn't be like, I'm running in for Addy. If you didn't get the cat a present, he wouldn't have been like, oh my God, how could you forget Addy? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. But what I'm trying to say is, you're saying, does he love the cat more than his brother? I'm trying to think about like... like, moment to moment, maybe, but like burning house scenario, no. I'm trying to think about how, uh, how many relationship points you score. Per present? Yeah. And I feel like you get like some pretty good relationship points for thinking of the pet. Cause that's like so extraneous. Yeah, I know that it was like, Oh, if like she got my cat a present then she must really like me. Like if she, if you get the brother a present, it's like, Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think so too. It's like, wow, you really listen to my stories about my cat. Yeah. But also I seem to have won relationship points. A, cause I got him a PlayStation. That's always good. But B, because his brother doesn't have a PlayStation and wishes he does. So now you can lord that over as well. Well, I don't. What but if, he does. And I, that seems to add extra points to the present. I mean, again, this could backfire. Like, you might now just be seeing the brother every weekend. He's, like, over your place playing PlayStation. Yeah, that's true. So, just you got to think of these things. You might or have he to gets end the up, PlayStation 5. You might have to end up getting the brother a PlayStation. Just to, <laughs> I feel like, you guys play online. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of presents, I've inadvertently overwhelmed my boyfriend. He's getting a bit stressed out. 
with the amount of video games I've bought him. <laughs> <laughs> like he seems to somewhat regard them as work. Was this a Black Friday? It was. Purchase? Yeah, I got to be excited. Yeah, I know the feeling. He only works part-time at the moment, having just finished college. So he's got plenty of time for video games. Right. And so I got a bit excited and was like, oh my God, he's going to love these and bought a whole bunch. Yeah. And now, like the other day, he was like so stressed at home. He's like, I just don't know how I'm going to get through all of these. <laughs> well, because games these days are time consuming. Yeah. Like he was like maybe a quarter of the way into Fallout and he was doing like a side quest and I was like, baby. Stick to the main quest. Yeah. You've got like three others in your backlog. This is storyline yeah. time, babe. You've got, you know, Mass Effect. <laughs> we don't have time yeah. for side quests. No, what are you, establishing a village? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. I've like, just never seen someone, I guess, like look at video games the same way you might look at like your inbox at work. Right. Like he was literally woke up in the morning and was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, I bought so many games that I've mm. got a backlog that I'm never going to get through. Yeah, and I've resigned myself. I to think that. that would overwhelm him. He would hate that idea. Well, like at first, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, once you're picking up games for like three dollars each, yeah, it's like, well, maybe I'll play this game that I loved as a child again. Yeah, right, like, but. The it's chances just, are probably not. Yeah, it's pretty slim, but mm-hmm. it's comforting to know it's there for me. And it was like 90% off, so it's not breaking the bank or whatever. But my parents, like when they would give me games that I asked for, it's not like they're watching over my shoulder of like, hey, have you played that yet? Like they just no. leave me do my own thing. Assume whatever they got me is going to, you know, provide me yeah, some right. joy at some yeah. stage. But when I moved out into uh, an apartment in the city mm-hmm. now the tv's in the lounge room my roommates can see what i'm playing so when they get me a game like, i oh, feel like not a... yeah if what's I, this tetris <laughs> that's the thing if they see me playing something else yeah now it feels like like this is weird this game's from 1992 yeah like, you must have played this before i got you the newest latest uh you know top selling playstation game yeah, yeah and, right uh, i got you god of war yeah i can't believe this isn't that yeah interesting you're gonna play god of war next right yeah, right <laughs> right it really felt like even it's just a palate cleanser to uh exactly. put a separation between all the shitty games you played and the great one i got you right and uh like in particular i, I had one game that I was given as a present and I played through the whole thing and loved it. But Julian, who got it for me, was never around when I was playing it. So I really felt like I had to go out of my way to be like, beating you oh level gosh, today. I it loved was so it. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know if he thinks that I'm just bullshitting him and like, I'm just putting on a show because... Or like, bragging? What, like, why does Ben care that he's so great at FIFA? <laughs> no, I think it was more like, what are the chances that I'm away every single time that he plays this thing? Oh, right. He's and like, so it's right. like, he's he like just, yeah, away again. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've broken out yeah. the, uh, you know, Fallout 4 again. Right. Like, no, you haven't. I played another five hours. You, where were I you? I can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just like, he's walking in and you're like getting up off the couch. You're like, oh, what are the you chances? Just it. I literally just shut down the Xbox. Yeah, he's like, why did you... You do i'm like oh, i just beat the water level there's always a water level right yeah i'm like no no this is a dry land steve yeah. the game i got you this is desert rush <laughs> you're like yeah the water rushed yeah well there was that third act twist yeah. so much water who'd have thought <laughs> only someone who's played it yeah as you madly wikipedia it but yeah it just uh i'm glad that there's someone else there that's like no, it's can, slightly overwhelmed i can relate you just have to uh Give up the backlog at some stage. <laughs> He'll get there. Uh, shall we go on to the next question? Mm-hmm. My 29-year-old male ex-girlfriend. What? 
ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the, the uh, phrasing on this is a bit confusing. Oh. My twenty-nine-year-old male. Ah, uh, yeah. Ex-girlfriend, twenty-three-year-old female. female. Right. Keeps spoiling. Are you twenty-nine? Yes. You so six years age yet. I feel like that's within the acceptable. Oh, range. definitely. But I feel like I was very different at twenty-three to twenty-nine. Yeah, I, like I, I forty hear that. and forty-six. Like you're, I'm guessing you're pretty similar. And I'm all the forty-six-year-olds out there. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like there is a bigger gulf between twenty-three and twenty-nine, or quite a big gulf. Yeah, I hear. It's uh, it's like at the tail end of. Oh, that's like that's the beginning of when a six-year age gap is acceptable. I feel. In your twenty, like at that sort of level. Yeah, like I feel like it'd be better if she's twenty-five. Like if it's like eighteen and twenty-four, that feels like yeah, quite a, creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's acceptable. I'm just saying, surely you've got very different interests and maturity level. Well, they have one similar interest: Game of Thrones. Ah, so did I finish that? My ex-girlfriend keeps spoiling Game of Thrones for me. Is what we're dealing with. Right. My ex, let's call her Danny. I love it. I already love it. Is she doing it on purpose because they broke up? Probably. Well, that's what you get for dating someone who's six years younger than you. They're not going to be as mature. My ex, we'll call her Danny, and mm-hmm. I were together for nearly a year. Mm-hmm. We broke up a couple of months ago due to distance and just not being right for each other. The majority of our relationship was long distance while I worked abroad and communication was hard. I had a lot of jealousy issues due to Danny having a lot of male friends and she slept with a lot of guys. Wait, what? I assume before him. Oh, I mean, I could okay. see if she kept coming home. It's like, what would you up to? I was just sleeping with another guy. Banging dudes. Yeah. Like, oh, this is really hard for me to admit, Danny, but I've got some jealousy anyway, issues rising up. Yeah, I got to go. I've got another orgy uh, yeah. scheduled. We'll Sorry, talk about this I, later. I don't know if you see those new people in the background. Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're here for me. They're waiting. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so weird, but I've just got <laughs> jealousy issues. Oh, right. Okay. So not when they were do- assumedly not when they were do- No. I let this get the better of me and I cheated on her with the next and other girls. She found out shortly after we broke up and understandably hates me. Mm-hmm. We had a massive argument after Wait, what? The Go back. So I think she was sleeping with a lot of guys before him. Mm-hmm. So he got jealous and I guess wanted to up his numbers. After they broke up? No, before they broke up. So Wait, she, why did he cheated on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. You could go hang out with the cat guy. <laughs> so yeah, he cheated on Earth with his ex and other girls. So it's Jeez. like multiple times that he cheated. She found out shortly after we broke up and understandably hates me. Mm-hmm. We had a massive argument after the breakup where I said some nasty things that I regret. Now she doesn't Why talk to me. Why did you say nasty things? Well, you know yeah, how it fuck goes. Yeah, fuck you, you cheat. Are uh, you cheaty? <laughs> well, he probably called her a slut or something for having, you know, all these other relationships before him. He was. Yeah, you aren't thin ice. I mean, I'm not saying it's right. I just, I'm trying to piece the puzzles together. I'm just anything together. that he could abuse her with, you'd be like, I've got so much better material on you. It's like if Donald Trump tried to roast you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, saying, like, he's on definitely on thin ice when he starts roasting people. Oh, yeah. No, this, this guy's a douche and they oh, were okay. right to break up. Uh, but that's not what the question is about. Oh, right. We, st- we still have to get to the Game of Thrones. Where I said some nasty things that I regret and now she doesn't want to talk to me or want anything to do with me. I don't know that that's the only reason. When we were together, Danny introduced me to Game of Thrones. She sounds like the best. And I got addicted to it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, while abroad, I wasn't able to watch it live. Mm -hmm. And usually it would take a while to find a good stream, if at all. The internet out there is bad. Danny blocked me on every form. I don't know, maybe he's like away. I was thinking Iceland. I was thinking like maybe he's in the military or something. Right, okay. Wi-Fi. You would I hope the like, military has the best Wi-Fi. Nah, that, that's notorious for having bad Wi-Fi. That's they're in like a the worry. Of the, 
They're in the middle of the desert. But I want them to have the best access to the internet. You would think, but I guess... No, I just, I'm saying I want them to. <laughs> you know, like I will give up some of my internet so the military has better internet if that's a problem. We'll start a campaign for donations. Well, I just, I like watching shows. They need to know things. Look, I don't think it's, like whoever's using the drones... <laughs> Right. I feel like they've got a good signal. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, I'm like, how bad is this? This is like you can't stream Game of Thrones on your iPad because it, all the bandwidth is taken up by the drone people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I feel bad. Like, I don't have to get shot at. So I would still donate my internet. But yeah, I just would like to think that I don't want an important email to go astray. No, I feel like email is not the problem. <laughs> it's more like you're not going to be able to play Fortnite or something. Okay. Yeah. Why would you want to? But anyway. There's a lot of 14-year-olds in the military. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, the recruitment is starting younger and younger <laughs> yeah. these days. Danny blocked me on every form of communication when we broke up. Yeah, good on her. But on the Monday after season six premiered, she unblocked me and I saw I had a message from her. Yes. I was excited because I thought maybe she forgave me and we can move on. No. But it was literally Never. just every spoiler from the first episode. Yes. Since then, she spoils the show for me every week. Block her. I tried to ask her to stop, but she blocks me immediately after <laughs> she sends the message. <laughs> I blocked her on WhatsApp, but she did it via Facebook. Then the next week, it was text. She even borrowed one of our mutual friend's <laughs> phones to do it, and I fell for That's that. That's not a mutual friend, then. Um, it says in brackets, our mutual friends are all closer to her, uh, and yeah. apparently hates me now because of what she told me about them. I <laughs> yeah. told them about yeah, me. Maybe. Yeah, I'm like, they don't sound as mutual as yeah. you had hoped. You are correct. I can't watch it before she ruins it because I have to wait till my girlfriend, my ex-ex, is home from work to watch with her. Wait, what? So I guess he's got back with her ex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought of that. Do you call them then your girlfriend or your ex-ex? Well, I guess it's both, isn't it? Yeah. I know I didn't treat her very well, but I just want to watch my favorite show again. Is there any way I can get Danny to stop or no. make peace so she won't ruin the show anymore? No. TLDR. I cheated on my ex during our relationship and she found out shortly after we broke up. She's blocked me on everything, but briefly unblocks me every Monday to send me Game of Thrones spoilers before I can watch it. How can I get her to stop? Edit. To everyone just calling me an asshole <laughs> and messaging me spoilers, you're not <laughs> that helping. That would be me. <laughs> I'm so glad that other people did that. <laughs> yeah, I... So that's from user Khaleesi is scorned. Yeah, she is scorned. <laughs> what is your advice there, Ben? Uh, I feel like you got to just turn off your phone on a Monday. Uh, yeah, like you I just, you... there's obvious solutions. Surely that's made up. I don't know. He sounds annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of specifics in there. Like the whole XX thing. Like Yeah, that's true. And I Yeah, he brought this on himself. Oh, I, evidently. And I, for <laughs> one, am totally uh, on board with her messaging. I feel like pretty much everyone who hears the story or knows her is on her well, side. Seems, yeah, it sounds like the commenters are definitely on her side. Yeah. And I do admire the uh, extra touch of unblocking and then blocking. Re-blocking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to send a couple <laughs> of spoilers. Um, but I guess, yeah, that's a, a, a life lesson on why not to cheat, I guess. I mean, I hope there's that's not your number one reason. No, but it's on the list. <laughs> okay. I hope it's a long list. <laughs> Final one. My, 31 female, husband's, 32 male, obsession with building rafts is becoming a detriment <laughs> to our family life. This is from user Raft. sounds like the best. Why is everyone so awful to their partners? <laughs> I mean, I did search through a lot of normal relationship questions yeah. to find I'm these. I'm just saying that, like, 
I love Raft and Cat. Raft guy and Cat guy should get together. <laughs> Girl, sorry. True. Yeah, this is from Raft Wife. To begin, my husband and I have been together for 15 years and we have a six-year-old son. Jeez, wow, they've been together a long time. And we have a six-year-old son. Being as we got together so young, our relationship has been a little rocky at times, but I wouldn't change a second of it. My husband <laughs> Sounds is... Sounds like you might. <laughs> my husband is an incredibly caring and kind person. He loves our son and I deeply, and he would do anything for us. I happily left my academic position when our son was born while my husband maintains a stable job in IT. The reason I'm writing this post is that around a month ago, he began behaving a little strangely, <laughs> and I'm starting to worry about him. Oh, God, yeah. When he isn't working or sleeping, he started spending all of his time constructing rafts <laughs> of various sizes and shapes. He's the best. Perhaps. Is his name Noah? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> is it a raft or an ark? Yeah, exactly. Perhaps I should clarify that by rafts, I do mean what you would expect. Flat wooden structures intended to float on water like you might see on a TV show. <laughs> this might seem like a harmless and honestly quite sweet pastime. Mm. It certainly was at first. But it's become an obsession for my husband and it's not only affecting our relationship, but his relationship with our son. His son was uh, conceived on a raft, mm. so you can see it takes him back. We always used to cherish our time together when he wasn't at work. Now he's always thinking about rafts. Yeah. <laughs> We're lucky enough to have the money to be able to go on frequent days out, taking our son to nature parks and museums and so on. And put him on rafts. Lately, wait for it. Lately, however, my husband only seems to want to take us out to the local lake, where he will soon get out, where he will get our son to test out his various rafts. Where we would usually relax together on Sunday mornings, he now spends them in the nearby woods gathering logs from which to construct his rafts. By some miracle, after 15 years, we had still managed to maintain a healthy and regular sex life. But now, I can tell you that even at night, his mind is out the floating wrong kind on the of lake. Wood. Yeah. Yeah. His mind is out floating. <laughs> what a line. His mind is out floating on the lake. It's like when we, uh, we've like often discussed the difference between guys and girls, what they're like, when a girl asks a guy what they're what thinking. What about? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I feel like she nailed it with this one. And right, that his mind is out on the yeah. <laughs> floating on the lake. Just, what are you thinking about, baby? Uh, you, what about, what about you, rafts? Ever since I told my boyfriend, to be honest, when I asked that question, yeah, I've never, like, been so disappointed in my life. What kind of answers are you getting? Oh, just dumb ones. Like, like anything that you can... Well, like, we'll be having an argument and then, like, he'll, like, lose concentration or something. I'm like, what are you thinking about? And he'll be like, oh, funny things to do with the nutcracker Santa you just bought. Sure. I'm like, you're the fucking worst. I now see where these arguments stem from. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just weird shit, you know? Just be uh, thankful that she didn't say out on the lake. <laughs> well, as it turns out, maybe I should be. Yeah, but now I can tell his ever, that even at night his mind is out floating on the lake, and he'll often spend <laughs> all line. and he'll often spend all night researching raft building techniques or rigorously documenting his builds oh on his blog. Gosh, he sound, he's got a blog. I want to go to his blog. To clarify, I have no real objection to my husband building rafts. It's honestly nice to see him passionate about something, especially something that involves using his hands and spending time outdoors. I think he seems unfulfilled by his office job, and that certainly makes a nice break from that. My worry is how much time this is taking up in his life. Mm -hmm. Our son is beginning to miss his father, and so am I. <laughs> I'm also worried because I don't think this new hobby is coming from a healthy place. My husband has always had a crippling fear of water, stemming, really? 
Really? I think from a fishing boat accident he was involved in as a child that seriously injured his own father. Wow. These are twists upon twists. Wait, go tell me that bit again. My husband has always had a mm-hmm. crippling fear of water, stemming, mm-hmm. I think, from a fishing boat accident. Oh, he fishing was, boat. I heard fishing raft. Right. He was involved in as a child that seriously injured his own father. So do you think he's like building rafts, like paddle out to like find his... Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, do you think that he's like, if only this, I had this at the time, dad would be fine. (laughs) Yeah, he's reliving. He's like, if I build the perfect raft, I can save dad. I can save just one more fisherman out there. Well, no, I'm thinking the opposite. He's like reliving it, basically. He's like, I'm going to find the perfect raft where I could have saved dad. Like, it's over, raft husband. It's already happened. (laughs) Just over a month ago, our son, much to my husband's dismay, started taking swimming lessons. To his dismay? Was he supposed to take rafting lessons? Well, I guess because of the the fishing boat accident. Oh, this is pre-raft. I thought he was dismayed because now he'd be swimming instead of sitting on the raft. It sounds like it might have been around the same time. Right. Okay. So, yeah, sorry. My misunderstanding was that he was dismayed because... It's like, well, if you can swim, what is he going to need a raft Yeah, for? right. He'll, my rafts are useless. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He might want to test my rafts once he knows how to swim in the lake. <laughs> Damn it, loopholes. Am I being too far-fetched in thinking this might have had some relation to my husband's obsession, obsession with building rafts? How can I help my husband balance his new hobby with spending time with our family? <laughs> if I'm right about the connection with his fear of water, should I encourage him to see a therapist rather than spending copious hours building rafts? <laughs> TLDR. My husband is spending all of his time constructing rafts and not enough time with our son and I. How can I speak to him about this? Any advice? Maybe you can construct some kind of competing raft. Yeah. If you make a bigger and better raft to show up your husband. Make the best raft ever. Yeah. And he'll know that he's been beat. Right. As a uh, provider of the family, he'll be like, well, clearly I've been usurped and I no longer need to build rafts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm down with that. I, I think, think make the best butt raft ever and he'll know that he's been beat. That is really the only option that mm-hmm. she's got. If your yeah. partner becomes interested in anything, make sure you're the best at it and take away their passion. <laughs> That's yeah. all you're trying to say. I'm, I'm not saying interested. Maybe when it consumes their thoughts 24-7. <laughs> when his mind is always out on the lake. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem that's plaguing all too many families oh. these days. It's mm-hmm. like, I can't count the amount of times that... Marriage uh, is breaking up over rafts. Yeah, every, it seems like every one of my friends that goes through a divorce, I'm like, what was the, what was the cause? The and they just look out to sea and... Uh, <laughs> and you know that's what they're thinking yeah, about. Yeah, whisper. Yeah, because they're not even thinking about answering your question. They're the, still out on the lake. Their mind is out on the lake that's right. once again. <laughs> you just seem so distant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, did you say something? I'm on the lake. <laughs> i think that brings us to the end of another episode thank you everyone for listening you can email me ben at insaneramblings.net you can reach me vicky at insaneramblings.net podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us also of course you can rate and review us on itunes as well as subscribe to get things directly to your iDevice and yeah one of the best ways to help us is to write a quick review on there jump on our facebook page facebook.com slash insane ramblings and uh next episode We've got the big episode 200, so uh, once we work out what we're doing for that, I assume it will be worth getting excited over. Oh, I already know what I'm doing. It's going to be great. And it's uh, it's also our... Showing li- up. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> it's also our litmus special. Oh my gosh, so, so excited. I planned that. 
there you go so uh yeah a lot to look forward to but until then we've still got one more rerun episode coming to your feed very shortly so basically it's the best time to be an insane ramblings fan oh yeah you can possibly think of so feel free to spread the word and uh yeah thanks for listening away sea boat You say it like it's a party. Oh, it's a party. <laughs> okay. Fine. You and you and Julian are there. It's a party. That's true. Wherever we go, it automatically right. becomes a party. It's in ramblings.